Welcome to Kick Back with Chris. Kick Back with Chris, the martial arts podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of Kickback with Chris. I hope you're all doing well. Um, our first episode of September and our first after our little little summer break. Uh, back to action now. Um, the, the plan is, for those who haven't actually been on the Facebook group and aren't aware, um, there has been a, a, a little bit of a change going on in my school at the minute. I'm going through a little bit of a, a, a staff rotation, which means that at the minute I'm having to cover a little bit more of the classes than I ordinarily would do, but that's just all part of the challenge of full-time teaching. Um, I'm sure many of you out there have, have had the same thing um, multiple times, probably. Um, it's just part of the game. Um, the knock-on effect of that is it means I can't quite dedicate as much time as I would like to to the podcast to get it to the quality that I like. That being said, on that subject, at the moment I am actually recording uh, using some uh, some new equipment. Um, that well, I'll, I'll mention the relevance of that a little bit later on. So. Uh, the plan is at the moment that I'm going to be recording these now every two weeks. Uh, where possible, if I can, I will do it weekly. Um, but there will be a new episode every two weeks. Um, again, as I say, some weeks I will get these out weekly, but I won't announce those. They'll just be sort of like bonus episodes um, with the longer term plan, obviously, of switching back to a, a, a weekly format. But to be honest, guys, you know, I, I didn't want to be putting... I, would, I could have pushed these out weekly, um, but it would, have li- it would have meant literally sort of, um, you know, a couple of hours prep time before which you know it means that the quality isn't going to be quite to um, the level that I'm happy with now as I just mentioned a, a moment ago I am actually recording this via a, a new mic that I've just got set up a, a few minutes ago this is just a little bit of a test with it now um, and the purpose for that I was actually previously recording using a headset in my office um, which it, it meant that I could move around a little bit more freely and you could quite often hear my chair creaking in the background. Um, but no, the reason that I've got this new mic is so that I can get out and about and do um, recordings at events, at people's schools, that sort of thing. It's, it's I guess it's a sort of the next step in the progression of the podcast. Now, um, one thing that I've noticed is that, um, well, I think it's fair to say that as a whole, the industry, instructors as well, um, you know, people aren't always that receptive of the whole technology side of things with, you know, setting up Skype and um, doing recordings over the internet and that sort of thing. Um, so whilst we have had some fantastic guests on and we do actually have some really good ones coming up as well, I want to make this accessible to the wider community as well. So what we're going to do initially, smaller scale, and build things up, is um, this this equipment that I'm recording with now I'll be able to take out on the road um, and basically anywhere I can sit my laptop down and plug this mic in, we can do a recording, you know. So, you know, from from your driveway to your full-time centre to, you know, wherever, as long as it's somewhere I can sit down my my, uh, my laptop and this, this microphone, this very expensive but very awesome little microphone, um, you know, we can we can do a recording. So... What I'd like to do initially is um, anybody out there that in sort of the Yorkshire area, I'm based in North Yorkshire, but anywhere you know, w- within sort of an, an hour to 90 minutes drive, um, if we can set up, uh, if you want to do an interview or you want to talk about an event or you want to just chat martial arts in general, the industry, teaching, training, um, drop me a message, let me know. I would love to come over, visit your school and see what's what. 
anybody further afield than that sort of you know um Midlands area onwards from me or further north than that um, then if you want to if you get in touch with me um, we can arrange I would love to come over weekends would be good for me um, you know so there's not so much of a, a rush to get back uh, for classes and that sort of thing um, so you know if you, I can pop over to your school check out your facilities you know uh, anything to positively promote the, the UK martial arts industry as a whole I am all up for that now the really cool thing about this guys is it's free there's no charge you know um, once this podcast is recorded, you know you can use it on your own social media, your Twitter feeds, your you know even on Instagram if you get the links posted right. Facebook, obviously. Uh, if you have an email group, you've got CRM CRM system. If I can say it, um, you know you could push it out to your members. So there's a lot of opportunity here with this, guys. Um, which I hope that the the industry does embrace and, and makes the most of. So, um, I've got a little list of things there that I want to go through, starting with um, some news for myself. I'm a bit selfish on this one, I suppose, but I'll get this one done with first. Hey, look, if I can't promote my own stuff, I'm doing something wrong here, really. Um, So, for a long time, I've been um, putting off, I think it's fair to say, uh, creating a like page for myself. I had a a chat with a a few... um, industry friends and people in different positions from producers to you know actors and people just to get some feedback and well the overwhelming response was chris stop being an idiot get on with it you know a bit of a kick up the arse to get it sorted so i've got my own facebook like page now and the reason i put it off kind of feels a little bit presumptuous like i don't know like i think i'm like i'm something important but yeah we're the way the way social media is now the way things work these things are not a necessity but obviously they open doors and create opportunities and and windows for people to see your work so um it's it's no secret that i've been getting back into the sort of movie screen fighting um side of things so i've created a like page and it's actually been quite a fun experience because i've been delving back through sort of video archives of 15 years onwards longer than that as well and i'm posting Posting some of the clips of myself in my twenties and stuff, and it's really, it's cringy for me, but it's fun to reminisce and see. So, um, if you look me up on Facebook, um, if you search Chris Jones, um, or the really cool thing is nobody, nobody had taken this yet. If you do uh, facebook.com forward slash screenfighter, uh, that's my that's my like profile. Um, so if you could go on there, you can check out. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna ask you to like it, although that would be cool if you did. But no, joking aside, if you would just go check it out, um, share the links, spread the word, that'd be really cool. Um, so on to some news, things that have been going on. Um, uh, earlier this month, I visited the uh, return of the Revolution uh, Martial Arts Business Networking events. Now, um, this is something that um, Mr. Andy Crittenden has been running at his school in Balby and Doncaster. It, we, we we ran these for, for years. I think it was back in sort of 2012. Um, and we get together over Friday and we just network and chat with different instructors. Um, and we, had, we did these on and off for about a year or so. But we all got busy with different things. Um, social media as a whole sort of changed the way the networking w- was working. Um, and, you know, we, we, we all just, we, we kind of just stopped committing to the times. Um, not not for laziness, just for being busy. I mean, Andy's obviously, as many of you know, he's got multiple schools, um, a massive tournament um, to look after. So, um, you know, obviously his, his focus went more towards those sort of things, which is perfectly understandable. But um, he organized the return of, of these uh, networking events. And I went along. I wasn't. I was initially. I wasn't able to, but I moved some stuff around to be able to because I really wanted to be there, especially if somebody was there from the the first ones early days. And um, it was really cool. We, there was a good good number of people there from from 
there were all extremes. We had well, there was one young lad there that he hadn't even opened his school yet. He was in the process of getting his um, first, not even a full time school, just you know his club set up. And uh, all the way through to people that were there that have got multiple franchised setups, you know, 400 plus students in their schools. So there was a real good mix of people there. And we, you know, we're, we had people that, uh, from welfare backgrounds discussing different policies and, uh, you know, things that uh, are going to uh, impact all schools across the board. So we had a really good chat on a, on a number of subjects. Now, um, the really the really good thing about these guys is they're free. You know, they're a networking event. Um, you know, there's there's no there's no sort of hidden agenda to it. There's there's nobody going to be there trying to to push you to 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 sign up to their uh, franchise system or anything like that. It's a free networking event where instructors I won't say like-minded as instructors because we were we we all had very very different schools and different different thinkings and ethos in running our school, but we were all there for the common goal of trying to push our schools forwards, improve the industry as a whole, um, which was really really cool to see and be around. So um, anybody interested in getting on and joining on the, on the next one, uh, I believe it's on October the twelfth. Um, if you look up uh, Revolution uh, Martial Arts Business Events, I think it is on Facebook. If you've got Andy C. Andy Crittenden on Facebook, then you can just ask him as well. Um, I believe the next one is going to be uh, uh, Andy's school in Doncaster again, uh, with the view to sort of rotating around other schools in the York, Leeds, sort of Yorkshire area. Um and which is going to be good because we'll be able to see different setups. I think I think a lot of people were really cool to see uh, Mr. Terry Johnson set up at Sheffield Dragons. Um, he's got a he's got a monstrous school with a really cool cool setup. I think a lot of people are keen to get over there and see what he's going on got going on. So um, yeah, keep an eye out for that one. Now um, on the subject of Terry, um, there is actually well, I'll say the subject of Terry. That doesn't sound good. <laughs> Mentioning Terry, should I say? Um, on the sixteenth of September. Now I'm just going to pull this up on my screen now. So I get the details right. Yep, on the sixteenth of September, there's the WTKE WTKA. Sorry, not E. It's all these letters and abbreviations in martial arts. The WTKA England Open. That's why I said E because of the England bit. Um, I should know as well because I used to go to these tournaments a lot. But yeah, the WTKA England uh, Open uh, 2018 is going to be taking place at the Kilmarsh Sports Centre. And the postcode for that is S211EL, if my my eyes are right there. I believe so. Yes, that's right. Uh, semi-contact points, points continuous, sports sword, weapons combat, traditional forms, traditional weapons, creative forms, creative weapons, musical forms, musical weapons, and these novice and advanced categories, extreme forms, extreme weapons... Whew, breathe. <laughs> Lots going on, um, and the registration is open now. And I believe it, uh, if you if you're listening to this now, you got to get a quick, sharp move on. So I believe the registration ends on the ninth. Um, I'm hoping this podcast is out by the ninth at least, so this isn't going to be old news. But that being said, you know if you are late to it, these are great events to go and watch. One thing I did used to like to do is to take a, uh, parents and um, and staff and uh, and people, students from the the club, to go along and watch these events uh, because they're, they're cracking they're cracking events to watch there's so much to see and, and, and you know, take in and uh, uh, I, I you know to be honest I need to get myself back to these comps um, I've had a lot of people a lot of people um, blagging me to get back into competing again uh, getting back <laughs> I can I can get I can go into the old people's category now so um Maybe I should go and throw some moves in those in the in the, uh, in the vets category. Um, another competition on Sunday, the thirtieth of September. We've got the Ipon Challenge, um, 
And this one's going to be taking place at the Richard Dunn Sports Centre in Bradford. The postcode for that is BD61EZ. Um, you can register online at www.wkkc.co.uk. Managed to get that right first time. That was impressive because it's all letters again, isn't it? It's martial arts and letters. Um, but this is a WKKC sanctioned tournament through WKKC England. So um, not one that I've been to, but one that I've heard lots of good things about. So, um, you know, go check that out. So they've got a Facebook group. I'm actually on their Facebook group now. Um it's listed as the 2018 WKKC Ippon Challenge, um, hosted by Ippon Challenge. So, yeah, they've got their own Facebook group. Go check that out. Um, there's quite a lot of people involved in this that I know. So, yeah, it's always good to keep these events supported. Um, on the 13th to the 17th of September, uh, Mr. Stuart McGill is going to be running a Krav Maga. Let me have a look and get this right. Urban Krav Maga Instructor Intensive Course. Now, uh, Stuart's not contacted me about this one. It's just one that I've picked up on a Facebook group. Um, the details are actually on another group, which was... Uh, the, the guy actually asked me to, to mention this, so I will. Um, the Martial Education Group on Facebook. If you just do a search for Martial Education Group, it will come up. Oh, uh, right at that point, Mr. Sandy Holt sends me a Facebook message. <laughs> So there you go, there you go, Sandy. You got yourself a shout out. He's actually sh- sending me the Redcon One trailer, which is cool of him. And um, we had Mark Strange on um, earlier in the in the month, uh, actually last month now. Um, go check out that trailer. It's, it's zombies and martial arts. It's so cool. But anyway, I digress. I'm going to close that and turn off my sound on my computer now. No more Facebook messages during recording podcasts. There we go. Be a pro, sir. Um, but yes, um, Stuart's going to be uh, hosting the event. I'm just going to click on it actually and bring it up so there's a few more details. Yes, yeah, September the third. 13th to the 17th at the Fight Zone in London. Um, go check it out if this is something you're interested in. Um, I'm not sure what the registration process is, but if you uh, if you go on the Martial Education Group, the post is on there. It was posted on September the 3rd. Um, and just while I'm on here, lo- this is a lot of information on there, guys. Go go check this one out. Go, it looks like a looks like a good fun one. Um, now, what else have I got listed on here? Um, ah, right, yes. One thing I do want to mention is I'm just going to bring this up because I was looking at this earlier on. Um, I mentioned the film Outlawed, um, starring and produced and built from the ground up by Mr. Adam Collins, uh, a fantastic actor, stunt performer, martial artist. Um, he's actually a, a stunt guy on the British Stunt Register. Very, very talented guy and super, super nice bloke as well. Um, he uh, put together a film from which the... the uh, a lot of the money. I'm not sure how it, the percentage of it works, but I certainly know that 100% of the ticket sales are going donate, have been donated uh, to the charity. Um, but he's built this film up now. When I, when he was telling me about it, I was thinking, oh, you know, it's going to be another low budget film that's just going to look garbage, blah blah blah. You know, because sometimes you know people can. Unfortunately, this industry people do big things up like crazy, and then you finally see it and you're super disappointed. But this was the other way around, mate. Guys, you've got to check this out. Um, the trailers for Outload are all over the internet at the minute, but um, this the, Adam has done such an amazing job, obviously, and his team as well. I've done a, such an amazing job with this film. Um, I, I had, <laughs> kicking myself now as well, literally. I had the opportunity to work on this one several times and fully intended to try and get there for it, but every single time life just threw something at me that meant I couldn't get there, either last minute or, you know, injuries, family stuff, you know, do you know how it is? Um, and yeah, I, anyway, long story short, um, the opening for the film is on Friday the 20, 28th of, excuse me, my goodness, too much fizzy drinks, Friday the 28th of September. Um, the opening night screen is at 10am, uh, sorry, 10pm, 
crikey, I should restart this, but really shouldn't I? Now I'll leave the mistakes in. So that's just just how it goes sometimes. But uh, the opening night is Friday, twenty eighth of September, ten pm, um, and there are multiple screenings from what I know across the the weekend. So you have got Friday, Saturday. I don't know if it's Sunday or Monday as well. But um, go and support this one, guys, because they say a hundred percent of the ticket sales um, will be donated to Combat Stress. Um, so you know, as, as as a former marine himself, you know, it, it's it's amazing to see people are putting together these these films of such such a high quality, um, and you know, the money going to charity. It's it's a brilliant, brilliant thing to see, and I really do encourage everybody out there if you're interested in martial arts, movie making, movies, action as a as a whole, go and support this film. And I believe it'll be out on DVD as well to buy soon. So keep an eye out for it. And um, but for the short term, go see it on the big screen because that's how these films are designed to be seen you know not on tiny screens um go see it in the, at the cinema get the full experience um featuring adam collins and uh, zara fithian um two fantastic uk based martial artists so it really is worth getting involved and supporting it um so um just going to check through my list to see if there's anything i missed off no what we're going to do is we're just going to cut uh, go to a quick break and then i'm going to be coming back with you and having a quick chat about one of the discussion topics that's been put forward to me this week you're listening to Kick Back with Chris, the martial arts podcast, brought to you by www.onlinekicking.co.uk. Okay, so our discussion topic point, I guess, for today is something that um, I actually had a, a few people, um, well, I've been talking about this with people on social media for, for a number of years now, um, and it... It came to sort of um, a bit more of a heightened state. I think it was the back end of 2016, sort of early 17, uh, if my memory serves. Um, I'm not again. I'm with the podcast. You know, uh, I have to be. I have to be careful with the use of names. Um, so I'm not going to go naming names or organisations or groups. Um, I think a lot of people within the industry know who's who and what's what, so I don't really need to. Um, but uh, there was an individual from quite a, a well-established franchise that was um, pushing for uh, martial arts to be um, taught by PE teachers within the school environment. And um, the, the, really, it, it gained a lot of traction really, really quickly. Um, and... Uh, it, a lot of people sort of um that i i saw commenting on this um from sort of the the public side from people that were um you know quite rightly keen for their kids to be able to get access to martial arts training and um the, all the benefits that come with it were very very keen for this one but you know quite understandably didn't really fully appreciate the the finer details and and the, the importance of having people that know what they're doing in those positions of teaching now, um, you know, I will hold up my hands and I will admit to the fact I was quite vocal in speaking out against this, not in a rude way or a um, sort of nasty or obnoxious way, but I did have my concerns about the proposal and the things that were hitting the press and um, this actually, this discussion um, came up and actually on the subject of names, I know they won't mind me mentioning this one because I was part of the, the conversation that a lot of people were part of as well, but um, Lucci, who, who, who runs the, the Kaizen Expo, um, was actually, he, he had a, a thread posted on his social media uh, discussing this one, and we were actually in agreement with a number of the, the pointers that I'm, I'm about to raise, so uh, again, with these things, it's it's this is my perspective, this is my view on it, <clears throat> obviously, 
it's a subjective one and I, I appreciate that some people aren't going to agree with me, which is fine. Absolutely fine. We can we can we can agree to disagree on stuff. It's it doesn't make us good or bad, so to speak. Um but for me, I I really disagree with the notion of having um PE teachers retraining uh to teach martial arts within the school environment for a number of reasons uh, the proposal that was being put forwards was to make this a nationwide thing as in that you know teachers PE teachers would be um, given additional training to teach martial arts within the, the national curriculum within PE as a whole and for me the the you know uh, I, Looking at this one um, with a bit of an understanding into you know the pressures that teachers are under and the, the education system as a whole, it seemed massively unfair to place additional um, training expectation upon already overworked, overstressed um, teachers. Um, I know that a lot of people, especially with social media, um, have a tendency to um, post not necessarily negative. Um, things about teachers but you know maybe take a a slightly overly biased view to the fact that that teachers you know get it get it easy you know they're only at work from nine till three they work at weekends and then they have six weeks off and all this you know which is really quite quite untrue it couldn't be further couldn't be further from the truth to be fair um, and then to expect them to to go off and and train in something as intensive as as learning martial arts to then t- teach within um the school environment it, it seems incredibly unfair now add to that you know when let's say you know this isn't just a let's go off on a weekend and learn to kick and punch you know we we all know those of us who train or teach that it, it takes a lot more of that and uh, not more than that sorry to to be able even on a basic level to be able to teach this safely um so you know you would be looking at quite an intensive you know multiple week multiple month training to be able to get up to a standard that is first of all safe but i mean picture this i'm, I'm going off on on a slight of a tan- slight of tangent here but you know would you um you know, turn to one of your brand new starters um, eight weeks in and go, okay, now you're going to be teaching. You know, obviously not. It takes, it, it's not just, it's not just necessarily understanding the body mechanics. It's being able to actually physically, being able to um, at some point within your um, training career or your your teaching, be you at some point you've had to have been able to do the technique in order to correctly pass it on to teach it. You have to be able to understand it and you can't, you can't fully understand or appreciate the technique in that short a time. Yes, you can understand the mechanics of the movement and maybe be able to relay that, but you have to have had the experience of being able to correctly apply and have gone through doing it wrong to understand it enough to be able to, to pass it on. And add to that within the teaching environment, you know, we've got to keep these kids safe. And to me, you know, um, having, first of all, the, the, the extra pressure on themselves as teachers to, to be able to go off and learn this extra stuff. And then for them to be under the pressure of being able to safely teach it without having parents every five minutes putting in claims against the school for their kids with torn hamstrings and whatever else. It, it just seems massively unfair. Now, another thing to add to this is 
you know, the teachers would very clearly, they would have to go off and have additional training. You know, who is going to pay for that training? Where is the money going to come from? Now, our current government, without getting too political, I don't want to go down that avenue too much, but the fact of the matter is, they they have been telling us there isn't enough money to subsidise school meals. There are schools that don't have money to be able to buy basics like pencils and books. So where are they going to find millions and millions of pounds to send teachers off to do additional training for martial arts? Now, another thing too. Let's say there, for some reason, this magic money tree that's been spoken of so many times over the years. Let's say they find this money and they send uh, teachers on the course. Where are they then going to find the money for the substitute teachers to then step in to cover the teacher's stuff whilst they're away? Now, you, for those of you that don't know the fees involved in bringing in additional cover to teaching schools, you need to go and look at it. It's, it's very, very expensive. Um, so you know, it, on on that on a bit, on that very basic level, it just to me just doesn't seem feasible. Now, bringing in instructors from outside, you know, um, experienced, qualified martial arts instructors or experts in their field. Now that makes perfect sense. But then we've got a flip side to the coin with this one. And this is actually a subject that I've spoken about um, a, a number of months ago on one of the earlier episodes. Is until as an industry we can get a grip on the regulation side of things. Um, you know, can, even basics like the, my school personally, we've gone through the um, kite mark process that Cobra Martial Arts lay out. Um, and I believe off the t- from the top of my head that they follow the same steps and same requirements as Sport England. Now, again, as another political thing, and you know, for my school with Taekwondo and Sport England and the fact that we're not this and we're not that, you know, it, 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 it can be very, very tricky. But we've gone out of our way to make sure that we fill the kite mark requirements um, that... Uh, this particular association re- require that fall into line with Sport England. So we've got something that we've tangible, something we can say, this is what we have done. These are the policies we work to. This is the training our staff have gone through. This is the training I've gone through. If as an industry as a whole, we can set a an industry standard, um, you know, qualifications, um, things that we all have to go work towards in order to do the job that we do, then we're going to be in a better position to approach the schools and be uh, or be approachable from the schools to then, um, you know, get into schools and, and provide the, the the skills that they're, they're clearly they're clearly wanting now. Um, Again, I some people will say, you know, martial arts is a specialist, and I, and I actually agree with this to a point. Martial arts is a specialist subject, and not something that you can teach for ten minutes in a PE lesson once a week. Absolutely, hundred percent agree with that. Um, and and obviously, martial arts is, uh, you know, something that you know um, it takes years and years and years to to fully master, to fully understand, and get all that. Totally get all that, but. I do actually think there are there's some benefits to be made from um, having martial arts accessible within the school environment, um, but taught by the right people. That that is that is super super important. It's not for me, other than the stuff I've just said with the qualifications. Obviously, it's not really for me to say who the right people are, but um, it, I feel it is. There is some benefit to to having uh, martial arts within the school environment. I think it would. Open up a lot of doors um, for, uh, for for look for our industry as a whole. 
we are light years behind everything else, football and, and, and other sports in the school environment. We are so, so, as an industry, we are so, so far behind. We're catching up, we're getting there. But having having martial arts within the school environment would certainly, um, it would certainly plant the seed a lot of the time now. You know, they'd go, they'd go and try something out and go, this is quite good. Where's my, lo- where's my ne- nearest local club? And off they go and they look for it. Um, with regards to the the wider range of qualifications I was speaking about a few minutes ago, you know, if if we all have a minimum the minimum required standard of qualification um, and course wise, and then that we could then be added to a list that the schools recommend. So that if you know, if it's Billy's Taekwondo from up the road that goes in to do the the trial class, you know, ultimately, yeah, he's probably going to want those kids to go to his school. But maybe some of them don't quite like his teaching style, and it's that's not a personal thing, you know, uh, not get at. It's just that they don't like his style of teaching. They go on the internet, they go onto the list that the school provide of official, you know, suppliers locally, and your name's on there. But to get on there, you've got to have done X, Y, and Z. And I think that is something that, you know, if we can all start working towards. Um, I know that there are groups that are out there, you know, um, not necessarily governing bodies, supporting bodies, I suppose you would say they are, um, that are working towards this sort of thing. And it, and it is the next logical step and progression within our industry to, you know, to not standardize it as such from a point of view of what we're teaching, but standardize the requirements in order to teach the different things that we are teaching. I think that is that is a good step. So <laughs> to backtrack back onto the original thing, martial arts within schools, teaching it within schools, yes, it is a good thing, but no, it's not the job of PE teachers. You know, um, not to labour this for too much longer, but it would be sort of like me saying, well, you know, I'm quite handy at science. I can go cover your science lesson. That would be ridiculous. I won't have a second clue how to teach a science lesson. Just because I can mix a few chemicals together and make a bit of smoke doesn't make me a science teacher. You know, going and learning how to kick and punch a few pads over a weekend does not make you a martial arts instructor. Um, you know, and, and to that end, I think, yeah, as I said, martial arts in schools, it's a good thing, but it has to come from instructors not from PE teachers. I know this is going to be a subjective one, which is fine. If you have your views, please do let me know. Um, you know, you can always get in touch via the SpeakPipe application on the website, um, and you can also drop me an email. You can look. You can give me a call. We can arrange for. We can arrange. I can come out to your school. If you think I'm wrong, that's fine. Get me to your school. We'll sit down and have a chat. I'm all open to learning and taking on board anything that anybody's got to say about any of the subjects that we raise on the show. Now, um, I've uh, a couple over the last couple of weeks, um, or at least the last week, I believe it was. I mentioned uh, an event that I'm going to be supporting a charity uh, event um, in Leicester, um, and we have um, Mr. Hector, who has um, actually sent us in a recording um, explaining a little bit about what's going to be going on with the show. Now you'll have to uh, you'll have to bear with the the quality of this one a little bit. Um, we had a few sort of technical hiccups trying to get the recording software to work with his phone. So what he actually did was sent me a recording in via Facebook which I have then re-recorded from my phone through the mic onto my system so if it's a little bit tinny a bit quiet then uh, that's why but hopefully you take that into account the information is what is important not the quality of the sound so go have a listen and I'll be back with you in a couple of minutes enjoy our podcast please remember to subscribe rate and review kickback with Chris on iTunes today so a big hello out there to all the martial artists that are listening to a Kickback with Chris. Uh, my name's David Hector. I'm one of the instructors with Matrix Martial Arts in Leicestershire, owned and run by Mr. Danny Bigley. 
and we are organising the first Leicestershire Martial Artist Gathering uh, in Leicestershire on Sunday the 7th October at Winstanley Community College in Braunston, uh, postcodes LE3, 3BD, just in case. Um, and what we've got happening is a full day of martial arts sessions for all martial artists to come down and basically try and train and enjoy. What we're looking to do is have at least six sessions on the day, but we might fit in seven or eight. We've got a few other bits and pieces happening. Um, but what we've got is uh, 10 to 11 both Mark Deacon and Neil Fisher uh, from Deacon's Martial Arts and Fitness and Urban Martial Arts uh, doing a kickboxing session to kick off the day. We've then got Mr. Danny Bigley, Horan's Matrix Martial Arts, doing some fight defence. We've then got the fantastic Mr. Chris Jones, uh, who obviously you're listening to today, uh, doing a two-hour special guest instructor kicking slot for us, which is fantastic. Uh, going then into Mr. Richard Moon from 360 MMA, doing an MMA set. Then Mr. Rob Phelps from Leicester Jiu-Jitsu, doing, well, Jiu-Jitsu. And then we've got Mr. Luke Wortley uh, from 360 Loughborough Boxing, uh, doing a box set to finish off the day. This is open to everyone in any martial arts club so if you're part of a club instructor or students as long as you've got a martial arts license you can come and come and train come and enjoy the day and do some stuff yeah we've got people from taekwondo clubs coming down we've got the mma guys coming down jiu-jitsu guys coming down kickboxing guys coming down and they're all trying everyone else's sort of system if you like okay it's a bit of fun it's a bit of a social event Uh, it's just for training it's not competitive okay so what we're looking to do is make sure that, you know, everything's done, everyone's working hard, but everything's, you know, slightly light-hearted, bit social. We're not interested in seeing who's, you know, who's got the biggest ego and the biggest head and the most macho in the room. It's, it's not that kind of deal. Okay? So if you are interested, it's going to be a great day. Um, doors open at 9.30. Uh, 10 to 10. We're going to have... Cheeky little warm-up, followed by opening notices, and then 10 a.m., it all kicks off in one-hour slots, like I say, apart from Mr. Chris Jones, who is doing a two-hour slot, which is fantastic. Um, tickets for the day are 20 quid. Um, £1 from every ticket goes to Mr. Anthony Pillage's uh, Cancer Care, and £1 from every ticket is going to Jackie Chan's Dragon Heart uh, Charity, who's uh, Chris Jones's chosen charity for the day. Um, but yeah, that's kind of it. It's a really good day. Uh, if you want to get in touch, if you want to book some tickets, um, the number to call uh, for me is 079-499-15577. Uh, there are family tickets available. Um, so rather than being £20 per person, it's 50 quid uh, for a family ticket, and that's for up to four people. So I can save you up to £30 to get in. Um, normal training gear that you normally train in, wear it if you want to wear fitness stuff that's fine uh, bring your normal sparring equipment and stuff bring enough to drink bring snacks for the lunch break um, there will be some stuff available to eat most of it's going to be again bottled water crisps fruit energy bars that kind of stuff all about 50p you know just kind of pennies in a bucket kind of stuff and then if you want to bring any extra change to donate to either of the charities, please do. Um, but that's it from me. Like I said, my name is Mr. David Hector from Matrix Martial Arts in Leicester. And that's for the Leicestershire Martial Artists Gathering. And that's for all martial artists from any club can come down and give this a bash. And it's going to be great. Hopefully see you there. So thanks to David for, for sharing that. Um, and also thanks to him for sending the recording in. Um, it just... 
it on the on the weeks where we don't have guests on it does it, it does help to break it up a little bit when we have different people's voices in so yeah if you've got um anything you want to send in um obviously we you know look you <laughs> can't say better than that i <laughs> we had a little bit of trouble with the uh with the recording software for, for whatever reason i don't know why i wasn't working for him um so I said, look, send it in through Facebook and I'll work out the rest. Now, Facebook audio being the way that it is, it wouldn't let me save the files. So I had to then re-record the file through my system. Look, we got there in the end. Obviously, the quality wasn't quite where we want it to be, but the information was across. So, you know, if you've got anything going on, do get in touch. Um, the speak pipe function, if I can say that, I'll start that again. The speak pipe function, that's hard to say fast, on our, on our website, which is kickbackwithchris.com or martialartspodcast.co.uk. Um, if you go on the website and there's a little orange button and it's called Speak Pipe, if you use that to record, um, it's very straightforward, to, really self-explanatory how to use it. It is totally free. I know martial artists like free, as Matt Chapman mentioned before. Um, so, you know, uh, if you want to get your information out there to a good 3,000 plus people, all target audience, martial artists, instructors, school owners, then use it, okay? Um, and then I can get your information out on the podcast to the masses. Um, so, just to bring everything to a close, um, as I mentioned before, you know, we are going to be having podcasts now every two weeks, but every so often there's going to be one dropping weekly. You just have to be um, subscribed. That's the best way to do it. It's, this isn't a <laughs> this isn't a cheeky ploy to get people subscribed, but I know that some people have simply been waiting for every Friday for a new episode to come out. That is gone now. That time, um, you know, every two weeks for sure, but with the occasional week where we'll do multiple episodes. Um, we are now getting up into the uh, into the high teens now so we're going to be able to do um sort of uh, best of shows soon before too long where we can reuse recordings from previous guests from previous episodes um so um keep an eye out for those as well from time to time because we've had some some cracking guests on and hopefully we're going to get some more return guests soon too so uh, yeah get yourself subscribed head over to itunes if you look up kickback with chris uh, martial arts podcast we should come up we're also available on stitcher we're not quite at the point yet of being on uh, spotify there is quite a fee involved in that quite a lengthy process of getting listed on there um, but pretty much any other podcast based application you should be able to find us on there our rss feed is reaching out far and wide um, as I mentioned on the last week's episode, we did have a super huge spike, a massive surge of listenership in the Netherlands, and we've still not quite got to the bottom of why or how that came about. So if you are listening today and you know why that happened, I just I just want to know how it happened. Just really curious. So if you do know, get in touch. Um, we've got a number of guests lined up coming up over the next couple of weeks. Um, I hope to be able to share more details with you very soon. For now, if you want to get yourselves on the Kickback with Chris um, Facebook group, that is a really good start point, um, just to be sure that you're up to date with who's going to be on and when. Um, and as I say, now we're back into the the, the new school term, yes, um, with my school now returning to normal and as staff get put in place, then you know I should be able to spend a little bit more time on this and get it back to the level that I would like. Um, if you're interested in getting me out to your school or event for some for a free chat, all I will charge you is a cup of coffee or two um, and a biscuit. That they can't say better than that, really, can you? If the nice biscuits, I might have more than one though. But no, joking aside, it is a free service. You know, I am really keen to help promote the martial arts industry within the UK um, and get out and about and network and, and chat to people. So get in touch and we will see what we can work out. Um, I hope you're having a great week out there. Have an even better weekend and I will speak to you all very soon.
You're listening to Kick Back with Chris, the martial arts podcast, brought to you by www.onlinekicking.co.uk. 